Welcome to the Coloring Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of 2019. So if you're listening to this, then right now you're listening to it on the iTunes or on the Google Play Music Store. And if you're watching this and you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, but no matter how you're partaking in this, it is such an honor that you took your time to be able to be a part of this. And I'm so excited. This is the first episode of 2019. And, and I, I can't wait to see looking back at what the Lord did in this year. Because I know last year, if you've been a part of this, then we, we, we had 25 episodes of the Color and Chaos podcast. And it was so awesome to be able to see the growth, not only within me, but the growth that was within you. And, and the feedback that I, that I received through this, through comments and through messages and, and also through personal meetups. I, I've been able to meet people within not only my, my area here in, in Macomb, Michigan. I've been able to meet new people through this podcast, which has been so awesome. So many of you I've been able to meet and look in within your eyes and hear your stories and, and to hear what God is doing within your life. But I've also been able to meet up with people even back, you know, down in South Carolina where I'm from that, that have been able to be a part of this podcast and, and whether they listen to it or, or watch it. And it is such an honor just to be able to be a part of your lives. So each and every person right now, if you're watching or listening, to this, you have a story and your story matters. And also, if this is your first time being a part of Color and Chaos, maybe you stumbled across this and maybe you're searching for something on, on, on YouTube or maybe you're searching for something on iTunes or in the Google Play Music Store, no matter how you found this, I am a firm believer that this is not by accident. This right now, this moment that we're sharing is not by accident. I'm so excited to see what the Lord does within your life through this moment. So during the two weeks that uh, we, we didn't have this podcast, I, I was either in South Carolina visiting friends and family, or I was up here in Michigan um, with my youth group, the, the, the students that I lead. Um, um, many of you might know, or some of you might not know, that I, up here in Michigan, I'm a youth pastor. And so I'm able to take students and do life with students. And, and one of the things that we do um, for the last two years from December 28th through the 31st, I take my students and uh, some of the churches in the area, we, we do this. We, we take them and we go up to camp. And so it's about three hours away in the, in the middle of Michigan. If anybody's from Michigan, then they know that uh, the, the state of Michigan is almost like a mitten. And so in the middle of the mitten is, uh, is where we basically went for camp. So right now I'm in the, the metro Detroit area, 23 miles north of Detroit. And so we drove three hours up to the middle of Michigan. And so we took them to camp. And one of the most interesting parts about camp, it happened at the last night. I got all the students together and we had a uh, moment where we can share um, either where we saw the Lord move in the last year or we can share um, just what what our la- this last year has brought as we awaited 2019. Because since we went in December 28th through the 31st, we had an opportunity to basically be together at the very end of the year. And that's always really cool to be able to um, to, to look back and you can remember where you were at on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. And it's so cool, especially for our students, um, that they can be able to look back and remember um, one another's faces and, and remember uh, the, the moments that we have shared at camp. Every single student 
um, shared just that um, that that 2018 that there was so many things um, that were difficult, so many things that were painful. Um, some of them spoke out about deaths in the family. Some of them spoke out about um, heartaches in the in the family. Um, some of them spoke out about ways that they've seen the Lord grow their faith even in difficult situations. And the reason why this stands out to me is because, especially here at Color and Chaos, the the whole kind of heartbeat behind Color and Chaos is the fact that we have a creator that can take some of the most ugliest and some hopeless and and some of the hardest um, and, and most uncomfortable situations and circumstances in our life. And he has the ability to take that and produce so much growth and so much just um, just so much beauty out of it. And sometimes in, in the moment, what we want to do the most is run away from those circumstances or situations. And what was interesting is that each and every one of those kids, as, as we went around, they were able to identify not only painful times in, in their life, they didn't ignore the pain that they were feeling in this last year, but they were also able to identify ways that the Lord was with them all the way throughout. I know a lot of the stories that they're sharing. Maybe a parent shared it with me, or maybe I was able to see uh, what they were going through on social media, or 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 I, they shared it with a friend that that shared it with me. And uh, but but it's it's really interesting to to know as each student was sharing, I was able to look at each and every student and to say, look. As a youth pastor, I see things that sometimes they don't know that I see. And I can look at each and every student and be able to speak into their situations in ways that they might not even know how to speak in their situation. And what I did as they, after they shared everything that they went through their last year that stood out to them, I was able to look at each and every one of them in the eye and share with them observations that I've, that I've had over the last year of ways that they have grown and ways that despite what they've went through, I've been able to see a bigger picture. I've been able to see the Lord working within their life and in their family in ways that, that sometimes it's, it's hard to see when you're in the midst of a struggle or uncomfortable. Comfortability. Just like when those youth were sharing what, what, what's been going on in their life, the moments of growth, at least what they shared with me, the moments of growth weren't in the moments that everything was comfortable. It was in the moments that things were uncomfortable, where they were, they had to be, they had to, they had to seek the Lord in a new way, or they had to look at themselves through a different perspective. And, and it was never through the comfort that brought that that character that they were sharing or, or brought that perspective, it was always through the pain. And so often we as people, we strive to, to surround ourselves with comfort and comfort and comfort and run away from pain after pain after pain. But it's the comfort that leads us towards rejecting the lie that this is our home and instead embracing the reality that pain leads us towards the truth that this world will never satisfy or fill the hole that we are filling deep inside. How much more can the Lord see? Just like me as a youth pastor, I can be able to look into my students' lives and, and see so much more than maybe they know that I know or they, they, they can even see themselves. How much more can the Lord see? So often we as people, we try to hide 
the parts of us that 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 threatened that comfortability that we so often try to cling to. But what if we took a stand this year in this moment as you're watching this or listening to this as I'm recording this? What if we made a stand this year to say no longer am I going to hide the parts in me that 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 I want to to be comfortable? No longer am I going to hide those parts within me that I want to be comfortable within the darkness, but instead I'm going to step into the light. I'm going to step into the light. And, and what that means, what that looks like is saying, Lord, I know that you see me. You see things in me that I don't even see in myself. Just like me as a youth pastor can see inside my students and I can, I can look into their lives and see a bigger picture. What if we approach this year saying, look, I am going to step into the light in my marriage I am no longer going to hide in darkness the, the uncomfortability of, of some conversations that need to be made or, or, or decisions that need to be made or, or, or choices that need to be made that, that will benefit the strength of my marriage. That, that this year I'm going to step into the light when it comes to my lifestyle. When it comes to the way that I'm spending money, the way that I'm spending my time, the way that I'm working, the way that I'm prioritizing things within my life, that I'm going to step into the light, Lord, I'm going to allow you to to speak into my lifestyle through the word of God, and I'm going to allow you to be able to tell me how my life should be this year, my decisions. I'm going to allow your will to be the primary focus of my life, even if it doesn't jive up with what is comfortable in my lifestyle. That what if this year is the year that we say, I'm going to step into the light when it comes to my prayers, that I'm going to pray boldly and I'm going to approach God and say, God, I do not have this all together, but Lord, I want you to break my heart for what breaks yours. Lord, I want to see others as you see them. Lord, I want to just want to have a hunger and a thirst for you to know you, not to know about you, but to experience you new. Lord, I am praying that you stretch me, that you take my heart, my integrity, my character and stretch it. Make me look more like you and less like my brokenness. Lord, I'm stepping into the light. I'm, I'm allowing you to take me out of my comfort zone this year. What if this is the year that we say, Lord, I'm going to step out. I'm going to step into the light when it comes to my fears to my failures, my struggles, my worries, my emotions, my past wounds, those things that I'm letting hold me back, those things that that are comfortable because I can kind of control it. And at least in my head, I feel like I I, I have control over my past mistakes and and, and I, I keep rehashing and reliving because at least with that, I feel like I can maybe, you know, just, just you know, be back and, and, and maybe I can fix this and I can fix these emotions, these hurts that I'm feeling except for surrendering it to you and allowing you to do some of that surgery within my heart and within my mind. But, but what if this is the year that we step out and we step out of the darkness and say, I'm going to step into the light. No longer am I going to be asleep when it comes to my relationships. Step into the light when it comes to my unforgiveness, that bitterness that I took from last year and the year before and the decade before and, the, and, and all of that, Lord. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow this to be the year that I finally forgive others knowing that I've been forgiven much. Each and every one of us, we, we desire newness. 
That's what the whole New Year's resolution is, is that, that we, we want to be able to, to change things within us. But, but this is the year. This can be the year where we say, no, 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 no. It's not about me transforming my life. But just like with Romans 12, 2, it says this, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will be able to learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Let me read that again. Romans 12, 2 says this, let God transform you into a new person. How we are transformed into a new person is not by doing new things. It's about saying, look, Lord, my identity is not in the things that I do, but in what has been done for me, that I am new based on what you have done. You died on the cross. You took my death. But Lord, you did not stay dead, but you rose again. And through that, you rising again. When I believe in your resurrection, when I believe in the life that you had after death, Lord, I can be able to live anew. Why? Because no longer am I settling for identity wrapped around my death and my darkness. But I am going to say, look, Lord, who I am is who you say I am. Lord, I am stepping out of the darkness into the light saying, look, this is the day that you have made. I'm going to rejoice with my life and my heart, my emotions, my future, my present, my body is yours. So often we settle for being in the darkness when the Lord is calling us to a new life of light, of being in the light no longer hiding behind the mask of who we want others to see us as, but realizing that apart from Christ, that I cannot transform a single thing, but I am broken and I'm dead in my sin. Comfort leads us towards believing the lie that this is our home, but pain leads us towards the truth. This is another year. But may we no longer just take this as another year, another ball drop, another, another New Year's resolution, another day. But may we start to see our life as a gift. You right now, no matter what you're going through, whether it's the best of times or worst of times, your life is a gift and you are not promised. I am not promised tomorrow. May we live it well in the light allowing the Lord to expose the parts in us that we're trying so desperately to hide to refine us, to make us more like him and less like who we were yesterday. May we begin this year by saying a prayer of saying, Lord, help me begin this year, begin this opportunity, begin this new chance. May I begin this new opportunity saying, look, I recognize I am fully known and that there is nothing within me that surprises you. May we allow the Lord to speak into our lives, speak into our circumstances, speak into the things that we want to change, speak into our actions and our behavior and our lifestyle and our struggles and our past and all the stuff that we mentioned earlier. May we allow the Lord to speak to us. Some of you might be wondering, Jonah, practically, how do I step into the light? How do I allow the Lord to speak into my life and my struggles and my emotions, my circumstances, this new year and all these things that I want to change? Lord, Lord, how do you speak into my life? 
practically, one of the ways that he can speak into your life and he can speak into my life is a heart that reflects what God told Jeremiah in 2911. In Jeremiah 2911, God tells Jeremiah this, that you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Practically, when we say, look, Lord, my heart is that that says, look, I want you and I am going to seek you and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to take my time and my energy and my emotions and my thoughts and I'm going to seek you in your word. Lord, I am not going to settle this year for, for hiding parts that, that in the darkness that, that I'm scared that might make me uncomfortable. But instead, Lord, I am no longer going to live for the idol of comfort, but I am going to tear down that idol and I'm going to look to you and I'm going to worship you, a God that became flesh and lived a life of uncomfort, uncomfortability in order that we can be able to share in his majesty and his righteousness and his holiness, to be able to be fully known by our creator, savior, sustainer, and to be fully loved by our creator, savior, sustainer, regardless of the darkness within us. That a heart that says, look, I am going to no longer prioritize comfort, but instead I'm going to lean into you no matter where this year takes me. Are we going to allow our heart to be wrapped around the idea that, that we, you know, what can we do to make ourselves a better us? Or is our heart going to be wrapped around the, the, the idea of, of a surrender to a God that, look, Lord, you made a way when there is no way. You took on flesh and you embraced all the uncomfortability and all of the death and all of the brokenness in order for me to experience life and life abundantly. That no longer am I going to be held captive and enslaved by comfort and security and wealth and all of this stuff that one day will fade away. But I am going to be held captive by your love and by an identity that is wrapped around a life that is not that centered around my circumstances or, or my situations. That this is the year that I'm not going to live for comfort anymore. But I'm stepping into the light knowing that when you are all I have, God. That is all I need. May we step into the light and allow the Lord to transform us and allow the Lord to show us his will for our lives that go far beyond anything we can ask or imagine. You are a gift. You have a purpose that goes far beyond anything this world can offer. And that purpose can only be found through a, a life and a heart that is surrendered to the creator, savior, and sustainer. May we step into the light knowing that we are not alone and that our creator, savior, and sustainer has such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful plan that will be uncomfortable, but it's worth it. It is worth it. It is worth it. Let us pray. And as we pray, may we dedicate today and tomorrow and the rest of this year to every single day waking up and saying, Lord, show me ways where I'm hiding in darkness and help me no longer have that darkness, but step into the light and chase your heart and chase a life that is completely centered around you.
Jesus, Lord, this is a moment. Jesus, today is the day that you have made. Lord, I thank you for those that are listening this or watching this. Lord, you have such a beautiful plan and purpose for their life. May they not believe the lie that this world is their home. Lord, may they, may we, may I not chase the idol of comfort any longer. But may we step into uncomfortability knowing that in the uncomfortability, in the hardships, in the tension, Lord, that's where we know that this is not our home and we lean into where our home is truly found and that is in you. Jesus, you are our home. You are our identity. You are our hope. You are the, 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 the source of any life and all abundant life. Jesus, thank you for what you have done for us. May we not take any second, any moment, moment, any hour, any day, any week, any year for granted. Lord, our life is a gift. May we, may we surrender this gift back to the source of where it came. Lord, will you please help us see the areas within us that we are hiding from you. May we lean into your word knowing that your word is the truth of our lives. Jesus, thank you for another year. May we take this year, however long we have, and give it back to you. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being a part of this. I am so excited for what this year is going to bring. You are not alone. You are not alone. And no matter what you are going through, no matter what you will go through, nothing changes the fact that our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I wanted to read this verse as we close. This is Galatians 2.20. This is, this is the verse that, that the Lord showed me that, that, that I'm going to just keep looking at and, and, and meditating and memorizing throughout this year. And this is what Galatians 2.20 says. It says this, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ that lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. May we trust in God and say, no matter how uncomfortable this is, Lord, I want to be who you've made me to be. And I want to know you. I want to know you and experience you in new ways. May we pray bold prayers this year. Prayers to know him and make him known. May we step into the light knowing that we are in this together. God bless you. Have a great day. See ya.